Menopause can be like pregnancy in that you never know what to expect until you're in it. Many women know that hot flashes and night sweats and mood changes are all part of menopause. But what about urinary incontinence, for example, or vaginal dryness? There is so much information to be shared. So today, to take the mystery out of it, we are going to talk about the things your doctor never told you about menopause. We're talking with Dr. Neeraj Kohli, Medical Director, Boston Urogyne, Assistant Professor and OBGYN at Harvard Medical School. Welcome to Top Docs Podcast. I'm your host, Maggie McKay. Doctor, thank you so much for being here and helping us dispel some misconceptions and Help us better understand what to know before, during, and after menopause and some of the ways you can help women. It's good to have you here. Thank you so much, Maggie. To start with, I have to tell you a long time ago, way before childbearing years, I saw an Oprah episode and she had a doctor on and they were talking about menopause and how long it lasted. And they said 14 years between the beginning, middle, and end. Is that accurate? I think it varies, but that's a pretty accurate number. The average age of menopause in this country is 51. Some women mm -hmm. will have it plus or minus five years from that mark. And some women will have it early, secondary to either surgery or radiation or cancer or just hormonal deficiencies. So to start, what is menopause and just the basics of it for people who don't know? So menopause is essentially the end of the ovarian function. So during reproductive years, you're essentially ovulating on a monthly basis, and that's what causes pregnancy and your monthly menstrual period. As the ovary expires, so to speak, the hormonal function reduces, and you start getting irregularity of the menstrual cycle, and then eventually the ovaries stop producing the hormones, and you go through menopause and the effect of estrogen deficiency, including vasomotor symptoms and the loss of your menstrual cycle ensue. And what is urinary incontinence and how does it play into menopause? So urinary incontinence is the involuntary loss of urine. The two most common reasons women have urinary incontinence is a condition called stress incontinence where there's lack of the urethral supports, either through childbirth or through constant straining, pelvic surgery, or aging. So when a woman coughs, sneezes, laughs, or lifts, she has urinary leakage. The other type of incontinence is called overactive bladder or urge incontinence. And you see a lot of television ads for overactive bladder now. And those symptoms are when patients are having bladder spasms, causing urgency, frequent urination, frequent nighttime urination. And typically a patient will say that they have this sudden urge to get to the bathroom, especially when they're putting the key in the door and they can't make it in time and they leak. Wow. And menopause causes worsening of both of those conditions as a byproduct of the lack of estrogen and the normal part of aging. And what is vaginal atrophy and how is that treated? So the term for estrogen deficiency in the vaginal area related to menopause used to be called vaginal atrophy. In 2010, new terminology was introduced, and the new terminology is genitourinary syndrome of menopause. And why that's important is, is that the term vaginal atrophy had a negative connotation for many women. In addition, it was more a description of how the vagina appeared rather than the symptoms associated with lack of estrogen. 
So genital urinary syndrome of menopause really talks about the fact that there are estrogen receptors in the vagina, in the labia, in the bladder, in the urethra. And so many women will have associated genital urinary syndromes, and they can range from vaginal burning, vaginal dryness, pain with intercourse, pain with urination, overactive bladder, urinary incontinence, and frequent UTIs. And a lot of people think this is a normal part of aging, but it's really a byproduct of the lack and loss of estrogen with menopause. I think a lot of women see the inevitable process of menopause as something they have no control over. But there are treatments available, and you can offer them, and you can tell us more about it. Dr. Coley, can you tell us about your intimate wellness devices like Mona Lisa Touch, for starters? Sure. The general treatment for menopause is usually estrogen, and vaginal estrogen can be very effective. However, some women don't want to take hormones, either because of the fear of cancer risk, which is overinflated, or the cost, or the inconvenience of putting in vaginal pills or creams. And for those women, there are alternatives, and some of the alternatives include energy. And so over the last decade, a lot of technology has come from Europe, where they've used energy, including lasers, radiofrequency, and even hyperbaric oxygen with hyaluronic acid to improve and cause a pseudoestrogen effect without using hormones and medications. Mona Lisa Touch is one of these innovative treatments which uses the same type of laser they use for resurfacing the skin and the face, but it's got a vaginal applicator and it pokes little tiny holes in the vagina causing the vagina to regenerate and rejuvenate, causing improved lubrication, improved sensation, improved compliance, and improved vaginal physiologic secretions. And that all results in less pain with intercourse, less vaginal dryness, and less incontinence. Is that a painful procedure? Surprisingly, there aren't many pain receptors in the vagina. So the procedure is very short, is very effective, and it's relatively painless. Sometimes our patients also want treatment of the external labia because that can also be rejuvenated and feel better with the laser. In that area, we typically will put a local anesthetic for about 10 minutes. But on the average, my patients rate it as a 1 or a 2 out of 10 in terms of the treatment. And what is Caress Flow? Caress Flow is an innovative treatment which has just come out of Europe. They've done about 5,000 procedures in Europe, and it's just been introduced to the United States, still on a study protocol. We're very fortunate to be the first center in the country to offer CaressFlow, and what it is is using hyperbaric oxygen to open up the pores of the vagina, and then injection of hyaluronic acid, which many women use in cosmetics and on their skin. We inject that into the vagina, and the studies from Europe have shown that this all-natural therapy, which has no risk and no side effects, is giving us comparable results to the laser without using high-energy devices. That sounds promising. Very exciting. Yeah. How many, have you, how many patients have you seen and treated with that? So we're currently on study protocol. We've done about 20 patients, and invariably all the patients have seen a significant improvement and have been very happy with the results. As part of the study protocol, we're measuring the vaginal pH, we're doing a symptom diary with every treatment, and many patients are seeing significant improvement with only a few sessions. And what is MFEM360? What does that help with? So NFEM360 is, again, an energy-based therapy, but in this case, it uses radiofrequency. 
and the radio frequency penetrates the vaginal tissues a little bit deeper and essentially causes positive effects to the underlying tissues. It improves lubrication, it improves sexual function, it improves sensation, vaginal contractility, and general vaginal health. Are there any other treatments we should know about when it comes to menopause? So I think the other nice thing is is that the byproduct of all these therapies is, is that during vaginal menopause, the pH of the vagina actually increases. And that causes a higher risk of UTIs. And a lot of postmenopausal women are plagued with recurrent UTIs. All of these therapies can actually improve the pH of the vagina to a premenopausal woman and actually can reduce the risk of UTIs and vaginal infections. We also are using platelet-rich plasma to enhance sexual function in many patients. And this is drawing the patient's own blood, spinning it down, isolating the growth factors, and then injecting it into the vagina or the clitoral area to enhance pelvic floor function. So there are a lot of options. Women don't have to just put up with night sweats and all the other things that come with menopause. Exactly. I think a lot of people don't get proper diagnosis and treatment for these postmenopausal symptoms. And many people think the only alternative you have is hormones, which can either be expensive, messy, or people have fear about using hormones. So there are a lot of therapies which are all natural and very effective. That's good to hear. So what would you say to women who are hesitant to bring up topics regarding menopause to their doctor? I mean, if you can't ask your doctor, who can you ask? What, how would you advise them? And surprisingly, the reluctance and the hesitation is not only on the patient side. Many doctors are reluctant to talk about this. But I think as we realize there are more options and they are safe and effective, hopefully we'll talk about it in a more open, honest way. I always tell patients they can always start with vaginal lubricants or moisturizers, and even coconut oil in the vagina can help. And if not, then they should seek a specialist who can talk to them about the different options, both hormonal and device-related. Is there anything else you'd like to say to women regarding menopause that we did not cover? I think that they have to realize that it's not a normal part of aging. It can make a significant effect on both the medical and psychosocial aspects of their life. And there are treatment options that are available, they are safe, and they are effective. And I think you have to be your own advocate. So true. Thank you so much, Dr. Cully. This has been informative and helpful, and we thank you for sharing your expertise. And can you tell us uh, where somebody would go to find out more information or to make an appointment? Sure. You can always contact us. Phone number is 617-340-6446 or our website, which is www.bostonurogyne.com. Or find your local doctor. And in fact, many of these devices have uh, landing pages where you can put your zip code in and find a local provider. That's great. Thank you so much. If you found this podcast helpful, please share it on your social channels. And please check out our entire library of podcasts for topics of interest to you. This is Top Docs Podcast. I'm Maggie McKay. Thank you so much for joining us and be well.